This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Summer is winding down fast and Labor Day weekend is over in like two seconds. So why spend any of it standing in line at the liquor store? That's why there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. So skip the labor on Labor Day and download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com. Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace, offering everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. Extensive options, ease of selection, and flexibility at your fingertips help make sure your time is wonderfully spent. Viator is the place to go to book experiences that will create long-lasting moments that make lifetime memories. And Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences to choose from in over 190 countries. In fact, just last year, Viator helped my family put together this amazing adventure on the island of Kona. Swimming with the manta rays, trying to avoid the barracudas, whatever your wildest dreams. If you can imagine it, Viator probably has an experience just for you. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in Viator's world of wonderful experiences. Viator. One site. Over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Welcome to College Talk Full Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is my good friend Claire Parrish. This episode, we're going to talk about the unfortunate 2-0 loss for Fulham at Craven Cottage against Leicester City. Claire, this is not what we were hoping for. And uh, I'll just start us off by saying full credit to Leicester City. They were the better side. I just want to start off there. I'll give you my thoughts in a little bit. But I, I, I think this is where we have to start. We can blame Fulham for all we want. We always look it through the Fulham glass. But if you're looking at it through a neutral eyes, they're just going to tell you Leicester City were the better side. They took advantage of their opportunities. They scored. Sometimes you just get beat. This is one of those times. It's not an embarrassment to lose to Leicester City. I thought Fulham would potentially pull off the double. Well, they didn't. Leicester City has everything to do with that. They were better today. All credit to their team, to Brendan Rodgers. Fulham 
They stifled Fulham the entire match. Fulham really had no way of looking like they were going to score, Claire. They scored twice. They win the match. They deserve it. Give me, your, give me Claire's initial thoughts on this 2-0 loss. I think, Russ, um, I mean, I completely agree with you. You know, fair play to Leicester. They had fair their play. opportunities and, yep. you know, they, they, they took them. Um, and, you know, you're right. I don't know, but no Fulham fan can feel hard done by. But, you know, in that game, there was no dodgy decisions or anything. Nope, that we you can't play, blame it on you know, anything. Nope. That's it. Um, I was just bored, Russ. I was so bored. I was watching it. And, you know, I just said to you, I've been painting my walls all day. And I wish I was just watching my walls dry, to be honest with you. It was that bad at times. But we just don't look like we have the confidence in ourselves to score. You know, there, there were there were a couple of opportunities that, we didn't take there was that what was it the about around the 11th minute there was that opportunity that Mitro had um that I thought he could have done better to be honest with you I don't know whether you'd agree with that but I thought he could have done better on that chance um but just overall we look like a team who we're defending we know yep. we're a defensive team of course we, we you know everyone knows that Fulham play defensive but when you're 2-0 down what have you got to lose? Even right. when we had the opportunities to maybe go a bit more, you know, try and get that first goal, that bit of belief, maybe try and get that first and then the equaliser. Yep. We, we didn't look like we were really going for it. It no. was very much, oh, we're still going to defend quite a lot here. We're going to try a little bit to score, but actually what we're going to do more of is defend. And, you know, when you're 2-0 down, I just think, what have you got to lose? It it just seems quite uninspiring at the moment. And I do just think, you know, that the subs that came on, you know, that they didn't... It felt quite contained, is what it felt like to me. Everyone felt... it, It felt to me like they were a team that were almost restricted in what each individual could do. Right. Nobody really seemed to just sort of break out and go for it. Right. And, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I mean, it just feels too defensive. And when you're 2-0 down, you need to flip him well go for it, you know? Well, what's interesting, he tried to go for it, but it really didn't come off because we really didn't create a lot. We looked more dangerous no. in the second half. And we'll talk about that in a second. I just want to share this because you told me off air and hope you don't mind me sharing this. You thought it was boring. So mm. here's an, a comment from a, from my friend here. Russ, not about better side, full toothless, abject, Parker's done, system broken, boring football. Now, I don't think Parker's done at all, but you said boring football to me. So this mm. goes to what you were saying to me off air. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I would rather, and, you know, people may disagree, but I would rather see us be three or four nil down and be playing exciting football where we're trying. Because, you know, I'm in a group chat with a few of my pals from my Hammersmith ends. Uh, We all sit around each other. 
and we're in a group chat and we had a little sort of debate just earlier during the game and and what what we were saying was it doesn't matter if you're two nil down or yep. four nil down you've still got no points so why not you know why not just go out there and yeah I think we tried to create a bit more in the second half but as your friend who commented just there said sorry I missed his name he yep. um you know it was toothless yep. because it didn't come to anything and to be honest Russ there was not one point where I was on the edge of my seat thinking oh we nearly you know we nearly did it then there wasn't even a moment there no was not nothing. really not no. at all actually so so I certainly understand that and I understand where you're coming from where the supporters are coming from and uh I'm not going to deny that Fulham didn't do anything but Here's the thing, you know, and again, we can blame Parker. He did try to change it at halftime. We'll talk about that in a second. But, you know, sorry. You know, I can't understand why fans can't give credit to the other team. I'm seeing it. Blaming them, blaming us, blaming us, blaming us. Did we watch the same match? Did you see a team that was better than you? At some point, you just got to put your hands up and say, you know what? They created their opportunities. They scored on their opportunities. We didn't. We were toothless. That's all true. Mm-hmm. But they had something to do with that. So, mm-hmm. sorry, I can't go down the path that we did everything wrong and and Leicester City didn't do anything right. So, sorry, mm-hmm. I that's not the way I roll. If you roll that way, you just want to blame Parker. You want to blame the players. You can do that. I'm not doing that. I'm going to blame the players for really not being able to create anything and Parker not being able to have anything work on, on the substitutions and the change at half. It didn't work, but there's a reason why it didn't work. The reason why it didn't work was, you know, at the first half, you know, they were the better side. Then you're reacting to it. This is all Claire to my point on Scott Parker. If, if there's a huge criticism I have on him is he's reactive. He reacted at halftime yes. to be in two no down. Now he did react. Thankfully, when is he going to be proactive? Why don't we start the match with that mm. formation? I'm just saying. I'm not saying that the result would have been any any different. But if you look at it, we were far more dangerous in the second half. Yes, Lester mm-hmm. had, you know, goal called back for offside. You had all that. You know, you had all those opportunities. But beyond that, they weren't that dangerous. Mm-hmm. And uh, the substitutions and the change worked. So, my whole thing on Fulham is that they're not proactive and it starts with Parker. Mm. So that's where my criticism goes. Mm. Right. There was no moment, even in the second half with all the huffing and puffing as I'm seeing on this, there was Mm. no moment, Claire. So I understand Mm. the frustration. I just can't go with the whole thing that it's all Fulham's fault. It's, Mm. it's, you know, again, it takes two to tango. If you're not going to give credit to the other side, I don't know. I don't know when you're going to give credit. Because they deserve credit. Leicester City were better, just like we were better at the King Power Stadium. Their fans will say that. So why is it so difficult to say Leicester City were better? Yeah. No, and, you know, I I said that. Sorry, my puppy's just come up to say hello. Um, Come here. Don't touch the laptop. Sorry. Say hello to Russ. There you go. Um, You know, I I did, you know, my uh, WhatsApp chat with my friends. I I said we kind of looked out of our depth. Yeah. Um, and I think we did a bit. We we did look out of our depth. Leicester were just the better side. You're right, Russ. They were the better side. They were the we better side. 
it. And that is because Leicester were the better side. You're, you are right in saying that. You and, know, you know, you can throw everything else at Fulham and say, um, you know, Scott Parker this and, and Mitro that. But at the end of the day, we were playing the opposition who were far superior to us. You know, at some at some point, you have to look at it that way. At least I do. I shouldn't say everyone should look at it that way. But I will always give credit to the other side when they fully deserve it. There are times where I thought Fulham deserved more from matches. This is one of these opportunities. Mm. These times when I look at it, they deserve nothing. Now, you can mm. blame Fulham and we could say, like we're talking about over and over again, that they offered nothing. You're right, they offered nothing. Claire, mm. they offered nothing. But ask yourself why they offered nothing. Where were the opportunities for them to do something? Because in the second half, Leicester City did a professional job, meaning they made substitutions. They saw that Fulham were starting to get a, a foothold, and Brendan Rodgers changed things up. So, so then we don't have our joy. So again, it's you know, it's two managers going at it. Brendan Rodgers, yes, he outcoached, outfoxed. Hate to use that expression. Scott Parker, but beyond that, again, it was, you know, Leicester City deserved to win. The goals, you know, again, they deserve those two goals. Claire, all right, coming up next, again, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this show. We're going to finish up with just really talking about where do we go from here. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to. Custom Inc. is an awesome way to recognize employees, thank customers, and outfit your teams with their favorite products and brands customized with your logo. CustomInc.com lets you make your mark on water bottles, backpacks, polos, jackets, and a ton more. Custom Inc. is your go-to custom gear partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing along with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. Oh yeah, and everything is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Check out what we can do for your business at CustomInc.com. Okay, Claire. Well, just like I said, this is going to be a very quick show. So again, we could break down the match. We could talk about the goals, but again, you know, I really don't want to do that. I want to think. I want to talk to you about what we can take out of this match. What is your biggest takeaway from this match? And this is something that I've done in several shows. What do you take away from this? Are you deflated that you feel Fulham are done, like some others do? Or can you look at this and just say this is one match? There are still points out there. What What are your thoughts? What's your biggest takeaway from this match? I mean, I don't think the season's over, Russ. I'll start with saying that. I don't think it's over. I think we're far from over. You know, we have moments, of, you know, not so many weeks ago, we were saying how how well we were playing and how we That's turned right. a corner. And, <laughs> you know, so, so there, there's something there. But I really think that Scott needs to start looking at how defensive we are and thinking, you know what, let me try something different because this ain't working. So let me try something different. That's all I'm thinking. And I'm just hoping that he has it in him to try something different because that's what we need. Right, right. I'm going to share this comment from our co-host Emilio because, again, this is – this goes to how I'm feeling, okay? And I just want to share this. I'm sorry. There are so many comments. Every time I look for a comment, 
Okay, so so this is actually Emilio going back and forth with our other co-host, Steve Lidier. Steve Lidier, easier games than tonight. Wins will come. That's my biggest takeaway. Thank you, Emilio, for, for bringing you to my biggest takeaway. Wins are going to come. It was inevitable that they would put out a stinker. It was inevitable. They were putting out these good performances against top teams. Well, they didn't today. They absolutely mm-hmm. did not. But I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm mm-hmm. still with this side. I still am fully all in on Fulmer staying in this division. I'm all in. I'm not giving up on that. You want to give up on that? That's fine. If you want to say, woe is me, we're going down, that's fine. I'm not doing that. I'm absolutely, I believe in this team. In fact, I'm telling you right now, I still think Fulham are going to beat West Ham United, and that's going to shock a lot of people, or they're going to say, well, that's just Russ being Russ. You could say that, but I believe in this team. I believe in the fact that they will, that they will learn from this loss. My biggest takeaway is, as Emilio said, there are easier games for them to win coming up. This is a tough one. This was, again, coming off of beating them 2-0, and Fulham, again, came up against the side that was ready for them and were ready to take it to them, and they deserved all three points. So if you look at it against a team like Leicester City, who is where they are at really yeah. near the top of the mm-hmm. table, Claire, let's look at this. Let's look at the two matches. They beat them at at their place. Fulham get beat here. It's even. It's even. You are going toe-to-toe with one of the best teams, and you're even with them. You lost tonight, but you beat them at their place. So you can give it to me right now saying, well, you know what? They're going down because of this. They beat this team. They absolutely beat this team. They're even with this team. They're even with this team. They're absolutely even with this team. Both teams got three points against each other away from home. So think about that. So I'm not giving up on this team. I'm all in on this team. And the wins are going to come. I truly believe that. That's my biggest takeaway, Claire. As you can see, I'm fired up. I'm disappointed yeah. with this result, but I'm not giving up. I, you know what, Russ? I, I absolutely never, ever use the R word until it's actual nailed on with the little R beside you in the league table. I'm not, I never I'm not, use it. I, I'm not I hate going the there. R word. I refuse yep. to use it. I always yep. say it, it's not over till the fat lady sings. Yep. But I just think that people are becoming despondent because we're not seeing that creativity. Yep. And I think when when we lose, but we see that creativity, Fulham fans are generally more positive. It's when you lose and don't see any creativity, you just think, well, where, where do we go from here? And I think it was just the nature of the loss today. It was flat. It was boring I keep using that word that you know that there just wasn't anything to get your teeth into for you to think oh that was a great opportunity or if only that happened or if only you know there there wasn't even that you know if only the wind was blowing a bit more northwesterly you know it was just nothing it was just literally it was just pretty abysmal and you know over you know, in the UK this week, it's been a horrible week for us. Yep. There's, you know, with everything that's been happening in the news, it's been a really horrid week for people in the UK. And I think, yep. again, 
football does affect your mood and when things are rubbish and the weather's crap and god bless his soul cats um captain sir tom passing away this week which has really affected this country as well and i just and then you watch that and you just think oh i just want some light at the end of the tunnel you know and i think it's everything and you know when you see people writing things on twitter uh, it's not just anger from the football match it's anger from everything i really believe that as well and i think you just need to see that um that positivity in your football team to just make you feel a bit better about life i know at the moment it's just it's not there and i and I understand yeah. that. And I understand the frustration. I'm going to share this from my friend who is asking me because I'm, I'm talking about West Ham. Why do I feel this way against West Ham after this? Why should fans of Leicester City feel that they can be full now after uh, Leeds United? Because, again, that was a bad loss for Leeds United. Fulham matched up really well against West Ham. Should have gotten something from that match. That's why I feel confident. It's... The matchup between the teams, full matchup, I think, very well against West Ham. And I believe that Fulham not only will get something from it, I won't, I'm going to say right now, I think they're going to beat West Ham. I truly I believe really that. I think the teams, this team is going to be completely all in to beat West Ham. And if you don't want to go along with that, you want to be on the other side, I'm sure I'm going to be on a very lonely fence here. But that's why. It goes to the first time these teams played. It goes to the loss because sometimes a loss like this can motivate you just like it did for Leicester City against Leeds United. I see the parallel coming here right now. And I'm and I'm not see one match is one match. You can turn it just like that. Yeah. You know, it can turn just like that. If you're telling me just just look at the one match, you know, if I'm looking at this one match, of course. It would be crazy for me to say well, we're going to beat West Ham. I'm looking at the whole body of work so far. They can beat West Ham, and I'm telling, and I'm going to say it right now. Anyways, my friend Claire, final thoughts before we wrap this up. I'm going to end on a positive because I please, believe please. that that is that is the way to go. I think I agree. I think we're going to learn from this, and I think and I hope that Scott Parker is going to say, you know what blow it. Defensive football doesn't work. Let's just go for it. And I really, really, really dislike West Ham. So I want us to win against them more than anything. There you go. There you go. go. Well, listen, Claire, thank you so much for doing this. It's difficult to do a show after a bad loss like this. And uh, it's probably difficult to have a positive attitude. I understand why everyone is feeling negative. I'm I'm not saying the R word. You want me to say it? I'm not saying if you want to say it, that's okay. I understand it. I'm not giving up on this side. There's a lot of football still to go. That Those are my final thoughts. Anyways, for Claire Parrish, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.